We're talking about making sustainability work on your farm, and my man Chad Henderson here from Madison, Alabama is going to give us a few things that he has done in his operation just in the last year or two that are complete different, completely different from what they were like a decade ago, and it's working. So let's talk first off about uh, the thing we did at your field day. You did strip till versus conventional tillage. Saved you some money on tillage, saved you some money on diesel, and then it became an issue of inputs and getting in the right place. We're dabbling in, we're nowhere near strip till um, experienced people like there are a lot of people are across the country, you know, but we're learning. And that's, what we, and that's what we do here. You know, everything we do with farming is learning and it's trial and error. And we dabble in stuff. But this strip till deal has allowed me to, um, it's allowed me to use less fertilizer. It's allowed me to incorporate different products into the ground, you know, like, uh, we'll talk about the product Loveland's got, Titanic C. You know, we put it in the ground, and we've seen a great reward even in a bad year and in irrigated versus even non-irrigated corn. We've seen a greater yield advantage, and and we had a, and we able to have a reduction in fertilizer. Yeah, big question there, because uh, before we hit record on this, you said, you know, I've cut back my use of DAP. That's a phosphorus product for somebody. Yep. Somebody's a blueberry producer that's yep. like, what the heck is DAP? So you cut back on your phosphorus product of DAP, and you use Titan XC to help make that happen. What does Titan XC do, and how does that equate to phosphorus reduction? Because it's not a phosphorus product that's itself. That's right. It's, it, it's availability piece, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's about making products available uh, for the plant. The plant can't take it up unless it's plant available. Okay. So that's what it does. It's a better, it's a speeding up the breakdown of that of that fertility. So with that being said, you know, we can't get but so much broke down at a time. Well, that speeds it up so we're able to use less. That's the efficiency piece, the sustainable piece, the, the piece that we're doing, you know, with companies like Truterra to where we can make those pieces that's where it's less fertility being used. I think we keep saying the term sustainability partnerships, <laughs> and that's companies that can give us something yep. that reduces our usage of, of big, of big macro yep. or and, companies that still. And, and, and other, did you get yield? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got yield, too. I mean, I wasn't expecting it. We had 40 and 50 bushel corn out there, okay. 60 bushel corn. We was in a bad drought, and we was still making up, well, I mean, it averaged 17 bushel across the deal. That's huge. And we don't... Wait, wait, wait. Average 17 bushel of... Across the trial. Yield? Yeah. No, of, of benefit. Of benefit. Okay. And we don't really... You know, we don't always see those things as farmers. You know, a lot of things we're doing in, in plants and stuff, we're looking for two and three and four bushel stuff. You don't see a big number a lot of times, but we did in this scenario and in this case, we've seen that. So using a plant growth regulator, which I never knew this till I joined up with you guys, it actually acts sometimes as stress reduction. That's right. So as stress reduction helps sustainability because maybe you can put less water to it, or where do less, you see the benefit what? as a stress reduction well, from a PGR? Well, it's just all in plant health. You know, it's about plant health. You know, and if a plant health is better, then it's going to handle a storm better. And in a storm, I say, you know, it could be a heat. Okay. It could be cold weather. It could be multiple things as a storm or a bad day in a plant's life. And where we're at is we're seeing that we can cut back on dry fertilizer in certain certain instances and then use liquid instead and it'd be so much more available that it's easier to do. Now, am I saying go out there and cut all the dry out of your program? No, I'm not. I'm saying reduce that back to where it's a manageable piece where you're putting out a maintenance product and then get the product where it needs to be in the plant's life to where it can pick that up. You know, we need it in a root zone. We need it in, a, in, in that area that the roots are going to be in it's the broadcasting stuff that we're trying to get away from as most we can with farmers because of the efficiency part and the money we use and there's some environmental and environmental too, which brings me to the last point here you know like our, our sustainability partner truterra has talked about the idea that we want to communicate that 
using less stuff doesn't mean making less money. Right. And so are you proof and testament of that? Yeah, we are. And, you know, and, and sometimes it ain't, we have to buy other stuff. You know, we have to buy a certain piece of equipment to be able to get it in the right place at the right time. You know, and that's, that's stuff that has to be purchased. And that's the kind of money we start switching hands with to be able to purchase these pieces to make it more efficient, to help the farmers, to help the companies, you know, to help life in general. So the new way of sustainable <laughs> means using less stuff, making more yields. Do you look back at how things were 10 years ago, my last question, and sort of marvel and say, holy cow. I would have never imagined. You know, you, you just don't see it the way, you know, the way we've always done and the way that we was raised farming, you know, is you just had a blend that your granddaddy had at the co-op down there, and that's the one that you always spread out. You know, you throw this blend out, then you just plant corn, then you raise corn. Well, the things have changed so much in the last 10 or 15 years for our farm down in the southern you know down in the southern parts of the states you know and and it's made it to where we're seeing things now that's much more efficient you know you're using tuba two on your planters using infer on your planters you know you're coming back and wide dropping you know and, and then there's pieces inside of that that we can do use as seed treatments to get it right on the seed right around the seed you know we're just taking so many steps as farmers now to try to get that exact timing and exact spots down to where it's in the root zone or if you're spraying foliar it's at a timing thing where you're getting a pgr at the right time to make a plant do a specific thing at that time you just named a whole bunch of stuff chad <laughs> I know. somebody's gonna say well that doesn't sound sustainable to me because sustainable i thought meant organic no sustainable means increasing output with less input that's right and and, and that's where i think the the journey goes right that's right that's right his name is Chad Henderson. My name is Damon Mason. Until next time, we're talking about the sustainable journey, making it work for your farm as it's working on his farm. It doesn't mean you're not going to use products. It means you're going to use pinpointed products at the right time and in the right place. Got it. Till next time.